Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 180, and it's titled, Is Masturbation Good For You? Oh, yes, we're going there. We are going to spend an entire show talking about masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about it from the men's perspective, from the women's perspective. Is it good for you? What does science say? What do people say? And we're even going to throw in some statistics about how many people actually masturbate because you know there there are segments of society there are some groups that do believe that masturbation is bad for you i mean whether they're religious groups or nofab groups or whatever it is and we will cover a little bit about the potential downsides of it as well but those things aside all of the science points to the fact that it is good for you which we are going to get into and you know, there's a lot of people that really deny, like, oh, no, I, I don't masturbate. That's bad for you. You're going to get hairy palms and... Uh, go blind. Go blind, you know. <laughs> but the reality is, like, pretty much everybody masturbates, and we have the facts and the data to prove it. Buckle up. It's going to get very juicy. <laughs> but first, let's give a big shout out to our Grab sponsors. Grab a towel. It's going to get juicy. <laughs> In case you haven't heard yet of the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at PowerAndMastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, and even have better masturbation practices, go to PowerAndMastery.com. So let's face it, for most masturbation is something that looks about like a five minutes activity with a seven to ten seconds climax or fireworks, something that happens, right? And the question is, well, they might find this very good and satisfying, really, uh, but is there more to it? Is there more than these mere five minutes? Could we take masturbation to the next level? And if we do, what can happen as well? Yeah, well, I think after this show is over, anybody that listens to it is suddenly going to realize, I should be masturbating a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. Well, let's answer our question, is it good for you? The short answer is is most likely yes. And again, you got to take it uh, for yourself and do your own research and, and come to your own conclusion. But most of the research that's available shows that masturbation is not bad for you. In fact, it can benefit your health. So that's the exciting part because it can benefit you feel better and have pleasure, but your health can also benefit from it. Okay, one thing we got to just get out of the way right from the start is that basically everybody masturbates. Mm-hmm. For the most part. So <laughs> so we found this study by uh, Tangas, which is an adult toy distributor, and they did this in 2020. So it's pretty recent. And um, they, they got some different stats in terms of like their self-pleasure report, uh, how many like they, they came up that 71% of Americans agree that masturbation improved their mood or was a form of self-care in the last year. But not only did they do that, they broke it down into categories of who masturbates and how much 
attached to the masturbates. So I know Kevin's got the um, little screenshot there and he's going to enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, I found this fascinating. I mean, you found the chart, but I was looking at it and going, wow, this is really interesting data. Okay. So let's just start with the, the first sort of myth that men masturbate more than women. All right, according to this data, while it is slightly skewed towards the men's side, we're talking 54% of men and 46% of women. So it's not a big difference. It's not a big difference. So boom, we women do masturbate. I do. <laughs> I, I'm curious too, like, I wonder if for some women, there's a little bit more shame about it. Like guys are like, yeah, of course, I rub one out all the time, right? You know, like I wonder if that 46 number is really representative or if it might be a little bit higher than that. Just curious. All right, we, we've got more uh, stuff, more uh, data for you. Okay, how about married versus dating? What do you think on that one? This this probably won't come as that much of a surprise to people, but married, 44%. Dating, 18%. Well, it probably has to do with the fact that you have a new relationship energy when you're dating and it's all you think about the other person and you have so much like sexual energy and you jump on each other all the time if you can see each other, but actually, well, here's, then that, you would masturbate more. Yeah, because you'd be hornier. But here, yeah. here's why I think those numbers are the way they are. I think because a lot of married couples are not having the sex that they wish that they could have, um, so they masturbate instead. Whereas the dating people, like, you know, I remember, and this goes back quite a few years, but I had a good friend of mine, he was on a couple of dating apps, you know, and, you know, he'd go on two, three dates a week and have sex with different women pretty much every date that he went on. And so I used to laugh all the time because, you know, like he would he would pass judgment on people that had, say, lifestyles like Polly or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but you have more sex like with, you have sex with more different women in like a month than most Polly people do in a year. You know, so I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just that nowadays, especially with dating apps and things like that, uh, the dating crowd is probably having a lot more sex than the married crowd. But if that if that's true for you, if you're married and you're not having that kind of sex, then you really, 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 really need to go to SeleneRemy.com and you need to hire either both of us or one of us to fix this for you. Because honestly, you should be having a lot more sex. Some interesting fact to hear before we move on were uh, between the... Um the, the straight and the people identify, identifying as L, LGBTQA plus all of that. Um, what's interesting is that masturbation seems by far to be more of a straight um, activity, meaning that 88% of people identifying as straight masturbate versus only 20% of those who identify as something else. That's a very interesting. It is very interesting. I have a couple of thoughts as to why that is, but honestly, since I'm not LGBTQ, LGBTQA, QIA, I'm sorry, it's <laughs> cha- it keeps changing, so it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to keep up, and it's a it's a mouthful of letters. But um, anyway, the uh, because I'm not that, I'm just purely speculating in this case. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave those like. 
if you want to comment, uh, you know, send us a message and say why you think that might be, we would find it fascinating because honestly, we don't really know. So um, a few more things here. They found, again, that 71% of Americans are okay talking about self-pleasure with their partner and 51 are comfortable chatting with friends about it. It's interesting because uh, some research saw different ones and different results. Um, and, and we'll talk more about masturbation when you're in a relationship. But let's jump into what science has to say when it comes to masturbation. Okay, so we, we've, we've sort of gotten... Um you know, we, we've established the fact that most people masturbate. Yeah. And it's, it's far more prevalent than most people would admit. And it's pretty even across the board for all different categories. All right. So we've gotten that out of the way. We've kind of alluded to the fact that it has health benefits and things like that. But let's just grab a couple of quotes from some different uh, medical websites and what they say about it. So I'm like medical health line, you can start medical. Well, you know, <laughs> health related. Health related. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. I, what I didn't do when I put these in here is these all were quoting studies. I was like, oh, we don't want to sit here and quote studies for 45 minutes on the show, but all of these things are are basically based on research studies and these these sort of online news magazines are reporting on it. So so Healthline has to say that masturbation is a common activity. It is a natural and safe way to explore your body, feel pleasure, and release built-up sexual tension. It occurs among people of all backgrounds, genders, and races. Despite the myths, these are actually, there are actually no physically harmful side effects of masturbation. Ooh. Great. Yeah. Come back to that. Medical News Today has to say that, however, masturbating may have several positive effects, including boosting hormones and chemicals that promotes positive emotions, feelings, and sensations. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, Psych Central had to say that although many people feel uncomfortable talking about masturbation, nearly all of us have done it at some point. It's an entirely common practice, and when done in moderation, it's not bad for you. Very interesting. Uh, how about it's good for you, period. <laughs> and health.com says that a new study actually has something serious to say about the typical dude's favorite shower activity. Masturbating frequently could significantly reduce a man's risks of prostate cancer. Yeah, there's been some studies done on that to show that there actually is a decrease in prostate cancer. So, you know, those are just a few quotes from some health-related websites that basically are showing you or demonstrating to you that even mainstream health and science agrees that masturbation is perfectly healthy, whether it's a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It's a great, healthy thing to do. So, yeah, I know it's almost, it is actually 2022. And in this day and age, there are still people who think that somehow masturbation is wrong or bad or going to hurt you in some way. And so I thought it was important to put that stuff in here to show people that basically all of the health experts agree that masturbation is perfectly healthy, perfectly normal, and actually brings with it a list of benefits, which we will talk about in a little bit. Yeah. And... All the beliefs that you have are just beliefs that you are taking on and they could be changed. They're just a set of ideas that you have decided to abide by or follow and they usually call like cultural programming and you can move past that. So if the beliefs that you're having are not making you happy, it's time to change the beliefs. 
and find ways to make yourself more happy. So being in guilt and shame and all of this is not going to be sustainable in the long run. I'm going to talk a little bit about the brain effects of masturbation because it's quite fascinating what happens because when you masturbate, it can release a certain hormones in your body and they have a positive effect on your mental and physical health. Some of the top three hormones that get released are number one are the endorphins. So you probably have heard of those because... They are like the feel-good hormones. They are the ones that are pain reliever. They lift your mood and reduce your stress. Yay, endorphins. <laughs> Dopamine gets released, and it's a hormone associated with happiness. What's interesting, too, is that some people sometimes associate that dopamine too with the addiction and um, like there's a two side to dopamine but we can come back to that later and the third hormone is oxytocin which is often called the bonding hormone the love hormone and it's all associated with bonding this is like what happens when you touch another human being you know I mean we've had so many years now of social distancing and then being scared of other humans that it's like now you can really see that it makes a difference when you get to be around people and touch people like there are things that gets that happens in your body yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no coincidence that isolation was used for the last two years but that's a whole nother subject we won't go there <laughs> <laughs> okay before we dive into the benefits of masturbation we have an invitation for you it is a new year and you might want to take your relationship to the new to the whole new level so if you feel like your relationship is missing some of the components that maybe you used to feel you feel like you're stuck in a rut your sex is not where you wish it could be where when you got together you thought it was going to be mind-blowing and it's just kind of been going down rather than up, then Kevin and I would like to invite you to join us into our program. We work one-on-one -on -one with couples. So both Kevin and I coach couples together. And it is a fantastic program where we help you bring the passion back between the sheets and be more synced up. You get to learn communication skills. You get to learn like intimacy practices and sex stuff, tantric stuff. I mean, it's jam-packed. And so go to Celine Remy com forward slash passion to learn more about this program now is the time to take your relationship to the next level celineremy.com forward slash passion and join our synergy program yeah oh, i like how you read that <laughs> nice <laughs> all right let's talk a bit of the benefits kevin uh, tell us yes. about we that we have a long list of benefits <laughs> in case you're still doubting that <laughs> masturbation is good for you so most of these, again, I, you know, I love quoting studies because it brings legitimacy to things. And then people sometimes who are against stuff go, oh, well, science said, so therefore it must be true. I mean, that's not necessarily the truth, but that's how people often feel about it. However, again, I didn't want to get into, you know, quoting study after study after study and turn this into a boring scientific <laughs> episode. But just so you know, everything that's listed here on this benefits list has a heap of studies behind it, like scientific studies behind it, not just anecdotal reports from people who go, I felt better, you know. Like they, <laughs> they literally studied all of this stuff. It's really interesting. I read some, I read the abstracts of some of these studies when uh, when researching this, and it was really interesting. I'm like, wow, they, they actually like conducted a real scientific study to figure out whether or not this was true, you know. So it's interesting. So here we go. Number one, it can help you sleep 
better. So they actually did do studies on this. One of the things they found was that people that masturbated at night before they went to bed uh, had better sleep than those who didn't. Yeah, but it's also kind of a uh, catch-22 because some people can't sleep without it. uh, And then I think it can turn into something else, which we'll talk about that later. So obviously anything has a potential to get out of hand. But it's not the what, it's the how. You know, I would suggest like... You know, don't get in the habit of you have to masturbate every night or you can't fall asleep. Like that would be a problem. But let's just say normally you fall asleep just fine. And one night you're kind of wide awake and you're like, ah, I can't fall asleep because that happens to everybody. Masturbation may be able to help you. It can boost your libido. Funny how when you start to use it, you just feel more of it and want more of it. Absolutely. This is something we talk about all the time. Like with, when we're working with couples and we're talking about sex and somebody, inevitably one of the partners in the couple is like, well, I'm not really in the mood. And one of the things that we try to help them understand is that the more frequently you use it or you, you have sex, the more actually you're going to want sex. It's just, it's the way that it works. <laughs> so it's the same thing here is, You can actually use masturbation to stoke the fire, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously if you, and again, everything has a downside. If you overdo it, you could potentially end up having less desire. But if you use it reasonably, moderately, it can put you in what we call that constant state of arousal, where you are aroused all the time. And that can actually help you have more sex in your relationship. All right. But before we go to the next one, though, I just want to say that sometimes in relationships, one partner will not like it when the other one masturbates, right? Mm-hmm. Where they'll be like, wow, I don't want you. Because it's taking away it, from our sex. Exactly. Now, again, if it becomes a real problem where they, want, they don't want to have sex anymore because they're constantly masturbating, then that would be true. But... In most cases, it's the other way around, where it actually stimulates your libido and makes you want to have more sex. So as long as your partner is wanting to masturbate in a healthy way, with a healthy frequency, you should be happy about that. You should support that and go, yeah, that way when I'm ready, you're like ready to go too. You know, I think that that whole thing comes from the person complaining and and usually I, i'm going to be like put stereotypes down here a little bit but usually it's the woman saying i don't want him to masturbate because it's like cheating or oh there's not going to be enough for me later what that truly means is that she's not satisfied and she's not getting the sex that she wants and needs so she's afraid that if he does some sexual activity uh, she's going to have even less than what she's currently getting and 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 the underlying thing here is the fact that she's not satisfied. And so sometimes it also would be interesting when your partner says an objection, like why? What's really behind it? Is it because they're not getting enough of it themselves? Is it because they're not getting the sex they want? Is it like what's behind that? They're not getting enough attention. They'd rather spend that time with you. And if you find that, then you can separate the uh, masturbation and really the need underneath from that person, what they're really seeking and needing. Okay, let's continue. We've already talked about the hormones, but we'll have to mention that again uh, because it releases serotonin and dopamine in the brain, but it also delivers more oxygen to the brain. Ooh, does it make you smarter then? Yes, as a matter of fact, it does. (laughs) 
opposite what they told us when we were kids, that it was going to make us stupider. It actually makes you smarter because it increases circulation. There are... So it's not just, oh, because you're moving or whatever that it increases. There's a whole host of physiological changes that happen inside the body when, one, you masturbate or have sex, but especially when you orgasm. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, isn't a lot of that it's, when there's that, that hormonal shower that yes. happens when you experience an orgasm? Yes, which causes all kinds of things to happen, like blood vessels to dilate and increase circulation and you know the release of the serotonin and the dopamine and all that kind of stuff. So it does actually increase blood flow to your brain, not just to your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Another great benefit of masturbation is that it can relieve pain. And sometimes if you have a headache, just try to masturbate rather than pop a pill and just see how that helps. Way healthier than popping a pill. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another benefits of masturbation, when done right, it can strengthen your pelvic floor muscles. And what's interesting, why would you strengthen your pelvic floor muscles? We, by the way, have whole episodes on um, the kegels and pelvic floor muscles, all of that. We have more than one on that. So I'll go back to the history. But why would you want to have strong muscles? Because in case you have not yet noticed, when you have an orgasm, what happens? It's a rhythmical contraction of your pelvic floor muscles that is happening. So the more toned your muscles, the stronger your orgasms. Not only that, as a man, the more toned your pelvic floor muscles are, the more control you have over them, the more you can control your ejaculation. You can learn to separate orgasm from ejaculation. You can learn to delay your ejaculation so you can make love longer and experience that amazingness even more. Ooh. All right, let's move on a little bit more. Um, it can help to relieve stress, which I think we're all familiar. We don't really need to say more about that. Um, but here's one that's really good is that it can show you what you like. Why would you want to know that? Because then... Uh, you can teach your partner. Yeah, this, you know, this one sounds like kind of a no-brainer, and yet it's not really a no-brainer because we work with a lot of clients, and these are not necessarily young people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm working with a client now. He's 49, I think, 49, 50-ish, somewhere right around there. You know, and, and, you know, he openly admits that he feels like he's fumbling around when it comes to sex. Like he doesn't really know. He never really learned, you know, what to do. So it's not necessarily tied to age. In other words, there are a lot of women who a man will say, well, how do you like to be touched? And she's like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you should know. And one of the ways that you would know is you touch yourself and you go, "Ooh, I really like that. Eh, no. Eh, oh, Yeah. Of course, you can do that in relationship too, right? Like you can touch her and she can provide you feedback. But a lot of times women find it harder to provide feedback in the moment when they're with a partner than to really just pay attention when they're on their own. I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, it kind of depends because you don't want to be too heady, right? Be stuck in your head. Um, but sometimes it's easier when somebody does it because you can really relax and just pay attention to the sensations. Um, but then you never really have a, a good idea about what's truly done. But when you do it on yourself, then you really understand it. So that's right. one of the benefits about that, especially if you were to use a mirror or to pay attention, like what is really happening? 
Um, let's talk about a few more of the benefits. It can help you practice mindfulness, but you cannot be doing that with your five minutes quick rub that we described <laughs> at the beginning of this show. This way of masturbating does not give you that experience of mindfulness. What is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the art of being present and in the moment. And so if you just masturbate with the goal in mind of an ejaculation and that destination, and you have no idea what's going on on the journey, that is not mindfulness. Mindfulness is about slowing things down, paying attention, feeling your body, feeling the sensations, feeling your breath, and seeing if just by paying attention to those, you can go to a whole new level without having to go over your edge just yet. Yeah, I mean, one of the cool things about using masturbation for mindfulness is that you don't have any other distractions happening. So like, you know, not that being with a partner is a distraction, but when you are with a partner, you should also be focusing on your partner, right? Mm -hmm. And what's happening in that moment. So there's more stuff going on that you need to sort of keep track of. Whereas with the masturbation practice, it's just nothing but you. Right. So there's just a lot less for you to have to focus on, which means you can focus more on specifically that practice. So well, I'm going to go quickly over a few more because there's a few more points that we wanted to bring into today's show. But we've talked about um, the improving of the blood flow. It can boost your confidence and it's kind of tied to knowing your body, knowing how you work. Also, especially for women, I think if you know how to give yourself an orgasm, you feel so much more confident that you don't have to depend on somebody else from the outside. They, they also found that, and this is again tied to the orgasms, but the people who had more orgasms actually were more confident. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, of course, it could improve your sex skills because again, it's learning what you like, how you like to be touched and then translate to become a better giver because you start to pay attention more and it's a great way to deal with differing sex drives and we've mentioned that earlier so in relationship where one wants more sex than the other then you could take matter in your own hands and be still fully satisfied did you say member in your own hands oh, oh no sorry that was matter <laughs> we gotta make at least a few masturbation jokes come on <laughs> few more things couple more things it can reduce the risks of prostate cancer and that has to do with the eject with that uh, pumping that happens flushing and flushing. out the prostate yes. because the prostate makes some of the fluid that makes up your semen and so if you are not releasing that at least periodically then it can build up and there can be stagnant energy in there uh, so flushing that out is kind of a good thing they've done studies on that too i read at least two of them in prepping for this show like it is a it is a real thing in other words this is something that I theorized about for years, like, hey, this would probably be good because of this reason. And now there's real science to back that up. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, it can prevent cervical infection and UTI through tenting. And we put that in there because it's quite fascinating. We've done a whole show on the clitoris where we explain a lot more about what tenting is. But quickly, tenting is the... Um, pulling up that happens within a vagina, a woman's vagina, when she is aroused, everything kind of goes up, hence that tent, tent image. Um, and so when that happens, apparently it can prevent cervical infection and UTI. So it keeps you healthy. Yeah. But you want to make sure you wash your hands prior to touching yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we gave you a pretty good list. That, that is not the full exclusive list. That's like 
all the top ones. I'm sure if we kept digging and digging through the research, we'd find a few more. Um, but I think that's, that's a long enough list for you to realize that this is actually okay for you to do. Like there's, there's serious benefit to it. But are there side effects? Are there like negative points to when it comes to masturbation? There could be, right? Just like anything. Like if you were to drink too much water, you could die. Yes. Like you, you literally can. That's not a joke. So everything has a potential downside if not used correctly. And there are a few here. So therefore, we must cover them so you don't go and hurt yourself because you wanted to like get all the dopamine that you could possibly get and like have the healthiest genitals in the world. And so you <laughs> masturbated 10 times a day every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hurt yourself. Like, we wouldn't want that to happen to you. <laughs> so, as Kevin said, it can become a compulsion. Again, it's not the it's not the what, it's the how, it's how you use it. Uh, it's not a masturbation addiction is not considered an addiction in the addiction, like, thing, whatever that's called. DSM. Thank you. Uh, it's neither considered an addiction through the mental health uh, stuff either. So, again, it's... Because technically you can't be addicted to masturbation, but it's a compulsion and, and, and that's a compulsive behavior and people can have that now that's that can happen. Uh, it could excessive rough masturbation could physically damage your genitalia. I've worked with a few clients where they had that happened, where they either broke their penises or created like some weird like scar tissue, like something happened and then they, they had some pain and then they couldn't move their penis a certain way. I mean, it, they, you know, rough with your member, <laughs> not good. This is why it had to be on the list, not because it's theoretically possible, but because we've literally had clients who have done this. Yes, yes, we're not speculating. We've, we've seen that happen. Yep. Um, and then it can cause a problem in relationship as one of the negative side effects. And the way that it would come, it's kind of linked to the fact that people can become, um, like have this compulsive behavior. And what happened when there's this type of, like, let's call it addiction, even though it's not specifically an addiction. But what happens is there's a loss of interest in life, in things in general. Um, you can have low energy, uh, have like procrastinate, feel depressed, you know, and that's also interesting because all of that can happen if you have low hormones and your hormone balance is, is out of balance. But it could happen if you go too far in the spectrum and kind of plunge into having a compulsion around your masturbation. Um, and some men talk about that when they masturbated too much and watched a lot of porn. There are some studies that do say that porn, uh, watching porn like compuls compulsory will be like creating imbalances in your brain. And so again, the hormonal imbalance can create all of these things happening um, from the loss of interest, depression, and all of that. It is possible. But, you know, like I stated at the beginning of this, just remember that anything used wrongly can be a problem. There are people, yes. you know, like every doctor that you talk to will tell you that exercise is good for you. Like everybody pretty much unanimously agrees that exercise is good for you. Yet, Exercise taken to an extreme level can actually be bad for you. They've done studies on some of these extreme athletes and they have more heart problems and, you know, different things like that. So taken to an extreme level, it can actually be bad for you. So don't focus so much on these negative effects, but just know that if you're the type of person that tends to take things to extreme levels... There could be downsides, and that's, that's what they are. But in general, used in a normal way, it is perfectly normal 
and healthy. <laughs> Let's talk about it in a relationship. And I also want to talk about masturbation. Like if you're only masturbating to porn, if you can only masturbate with sex toys, there's a problem. You want to be able to do it in multiple ways, not just one way. When you only do something in one way, you create deep groove and you can only get aroused a certain way. When you take this out, especially if it's something external like porn or toy, you are basically giving your power away to this external thing. When that external thing no longer is there, you feel lost and don't know how to connect with yourself. So it's important to be able to do different ways of masturbation. Fine. Sometimes you might use porn. Sometimes you might use a sex toy. Sometimes you'll be sitting, sometimes laying down, sometimes standing. Sometimes it's a quickie. Sometimes you like giving it at least 20 minutes, a half hour. Sometimes you ejaculate. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it goes somewhere. Sometimes it doesn't. Like vary it, explore without having any intention, but just being present with what is. I think most guys' heads just exploded by the sheer number of options that you gave because for most guy, guys, it looks exactly the same way every time, which is you masturbate uh, for three to five minutes, you ejaculate, and it's over until the next time. And you just blew their minds with all the possibilities. Yeah. You know, the other thing I would say, too, is that not all of those benefits can be achieved using that short little cycle that I talked about. Some of them you really need to do those different options that you talked about. Like you're not going to uh, achieve the same level of mindfulness if you do it that way. You're not going to be able to um, uh, create the same amount of tone in your pelvic floor muscles if you do it that way, right? So there are certain benefits you're not going to get from it unless you... Yeah, if you take the quickie route, yeah. no, it does, doesn't really work. So in a relationship, I truly support masturbation, you know, whether you're single or not, but like specifically in a relationship, because again, like sometimes you might be in the mood and your partner may not be. I think masturbation should be celebrated. It does, you know, it doesn't have to always be done in front of your partner, but it should be done in the open, meaning it's not something you should hide from your partner. And you could even be like, hey, I'm going to the bedroom. I'm going to go masturbate. And it's like, awesome, you know, like something that is celebrated. Or like when I come home and you're like, guess what I did today while you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and the thing is that masturbation doesn't stop when a relationship begins. Your masturbation practice, you've been doing it since, you know, probably you were a teenager and it doesn't end when you meet somebody else. And hiding your masturbation in your relationship from your partner is is potentially missing an opportunity for sexual communication and a chance to improve your sex life. I find that people who can openly talk about their sexuality, their masturbation, their preferences have better sex than those who just don't really mention it. It, it really is. It, like You need to be able to talk about it. Maybe it's difficult at first, but just give it a try. And even in a relationship that solo sexual activity are safe and can lead to more sexual, like shared sexual sexual activities like we mentioned earlier where we said that it improves your libido like Kevin was talking about that where if you give this attention to yourself you want it to give it more to your partner as well right and in reality a sexless relationship actually reduced masturbation and those who masturbated the most were typically in a partnered sexual relationship mm -hmm. fascinating um, this is again from all different studies that were done 
But this is kind of busting the myths, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And so if you are in a relationship where you are hiding things and not talking about masturbation, it is time that you learn the tools. If you don't know how, just hire us. We'll help you get there. Um, read a book, listen to the Love Lab, share what, you know, both of you listen to this Love Lab and then, you know, talk about how that landed for you. But open up the lines of communication. That's always the key. It almost doesn't matter what part of sex, love, or relationship you are talking about. You've got to open up those lines of communication. It's the foundation of everything. All right. Well, there you have it. That is the definitive answer, in my opinion, <laughs> of whether or not masturbation is good for you. So I highly suggest you carve out a little time today for a little self-practice, a little self-love. And, you know, make it to 20 minutes at least, like 15, 20 minutes minimum. Really give yourself that. Especially if you're a guy, you need to train yourself. Yes, because your, your body does not know the difference. This is me masturbating. Oh, now this is me with my partner. How oh, I'm going to last forever. Like, no way. So for That's sure. And understand that masturbation is part of your biology, is part of who you are. Uh, so you just want to own it, love it, integrate it. Don't make it the sole focus of your life, but just make it a fun part of your life. Yes. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode. And we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>